Hello, this is Timmy McGibbons. You're listening to Mary and Andy aren't good at this. I've searched for years on nothing but a crutch and a prayer, looking for the key to living a sane and successful life. And I finally discovered this podcast. The treasures contained within will change your life forever. Like it has for me, I've written many tomes praising the divine truths contained within this podcast. Wow. Okay. Um, thank you, Timmy. Um, to all the rest of you. Welcome. Please enjoy this show as a comedy show. And don't take anything said as any semblance of professional or skilled advice. I mean, again, it's right there in the name. Hey everybody, this is Andy Claudfelter. And this is Mary Enright. And you're listening to Mary and Andy Aren't Good at This. How's it going, Mary? It's good. How are you? Uh, you know what? I was going to say above average again. Um, I'm very tired. Just so tired. <laughs> I kind of like it. That's just like kind of my resting state, to like, be honest. You just get to this certain point when you're tired, though, where it's just like you are so crammed full of just nervous energy that you are just... Like, some people would be like, you are literally clinically insane right You're now. You're vibrating. Yes. I'm, that's really, I'm just sustaining on monster energy drinks and no sleep because I somehow believe that that will cancel out <laughs> sleep deprivation. I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, well, it's, it's like the option B is being asleep, so I guess I'm here. Um, so, yeah, thanks everybody for, for joining us again for episode three of Mary and Andy Aren't Good at This. So, we wanted to start out the episode really quickly talking about uh, we just had one poll this week, so you don't have to listen to three this time. Um, how did you feel about that poll, Mary? Um, I forgot what the poll <laughs> what <it> was. She's <laughs> like, I'm vaguely aware of what it was. Uh, um, I don't remember what it was. So, to remind you, and possibly for the listeners as well, the poll we had this week was, um, do you feel that you've been more oh. often greatly convenienced or mildly inconvenienced by someone holding the door for you? Okay, I do have something to say about this. Okay. Okay, yeah. without knowing what the poll results are, I have, throughout the week, found myself, every time I have either had someone hold the door for me, I have personally gauged how I have felt about that moment much more like consciously than I ever have in my life so before. So you've got, you've got some statistical data yeah, now. I'm like, I really appreciate that. Or, yeah. oh, that was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it, that's, that's an interesting new thing. Yeah, and that's the thing is I, I even put a, a disclaimer in there. Don't include times that you've been indifferent to it or just been like, oh, that was kind of nice. So it's genuinely like, hey, this is being, I'm super convenient. So. Are we ever truly indifferent about anything? No, <laughs> probably not. Um, is anyone? Is anyone really? Anybody? Okay. Okay. So, uh, so the results we had here, um, again, in the true form of me losing every poll, um, 18 felt 18, um, votes for it was very convenient mm -hmm. and 14 said that it was mildly inconvenient. So it wasn't a huge margin. Um, it started out strong on my end, uh, with the, with the mildly inconvenient. Here's my theory on this. Okay. Um, I'm going to quickly explain why our listeners are wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's always a popular way to go. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people, like when they hear that, like there's certain things where they're like, no, like, I don't want to hear like that there's anything bad about holding the door. And I don't either. I mean, I, I'm a person who holds the door open for people all the time. And so I get people not wanting to ha hear like, what you're doing sometimes is mildly inconvenient. You know, it's just kind of like feels like a personal attack, like it'd be like a war on Christmas type of thing or like something. Like you're supposed to be grateful. Yes, yes. And, and I mean, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be grateful, but sometimes I'm a little annoyed. I still say thank you, but there we are. And this is a safe space, guys. You can be as ungrateful as you want. Yes. I mean, we are all the time. I'm ungrateful right now for how tired I am, as I mentioned before. I am ungrateful for lots of things. Mostly, well, I was going to say, you want know what I was going to say? Here's the thing. I was going to okay. say, I was like, what? She, she clearly was going towards a specific thing, and then she's like, nope. Well, I know, it's so embarrassing. I'm not going to say that. I swear to God, what I was going to say was that I was ungrateful for mayonnaise, and then I was like, nobody cares, but it is true. I do not like mayonnaise. That, 
Okay, But why would you say that? Exactly. Why would I say that? So then I was like, don't say it, Mary. That's a weird thing to say. It's a weird thing to say. And and nobody expected (laughs) gratitude. They're like, I wonder Mary's take on mayonnaise. Well, I was thinking about the one thing that I just truly do not ever feel any gratitude for. Is this just something you actually dislike? Or is it that you just aren't grateful for? You're like, I like it. It's fine. But I'm not grateful for it. Well, it's a mental block. And I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Because I have ingested food that has had mayonnaise in it and been like, this is wonderful. I love Mm. this spinach artichoke dip or whatever. And then I'm like, what's in it? And then someone tells me mayonnaise and I have a physical reaction where I feel like I'm going to throw up. Well, got to throw this away. I'm not going to eat another bite of this. Um, but no, that's, that's fine. I'm kind of indifferent to mayonnaise. I know he said that you can't be indifferent, but I totally can. Um, (laughs) so, okay. Mary. Yes. I need to tell you something. Okay. Okay, so this is for you and for our friend Rachel. Uh, Rachel B. from Belleville. Oh, okay. From last week. Um, so let's just say, so last week after our discussion and everything like that about, um, you know, trying to solve her problems, you know, we gave some pretty good input. So I was looking into buying some scorpions. Yes. Um, and so while I was doing that, I found out that our that we might have accidentally stumbled onto the most brilliant idea of all time. Really? Yes. So it turns out. So as I mentioned last time, I like I think that the this might actually farm. be a real thing. So scorpion farms are real. Okay. And here's why: it's not because they're the lobsters of the desert. It's not anything to do with their fleshy, delicious meat. Uh huh. Scorpion venom is the most valuable liquid in the world. Really. The most, it is... Is it like Botox? Um, no. I don't know what it does. <laughs> I, I'll just, I'm just telling you, it is worth the most. Do you want to know, could take a guess on how much, uh, um, let's say a gallon. Oh, oh, I bet you I know what it's for. I don't know how much a gallon costs. Okay, but hold on. Okay, is it like how when you have to have like an anti-venom, like you have to have an anti-venom from a snake? Like, you have to have the snake's venom to make the anti-venom? That could be. Or it could also just be for like, like horrible means of trying to kill people too. Well, I was thinking that you could like inject it into your face and not have wrinkles. That's why I said Botox. <laughs> so that's it. Yes. Um, when you find out how much, how much it costs, I don't think you'll think that's what it's for. Um, okay. A gallon. Yes. A gallon of scorpion venom. Oh my God. Okay. I have no idea. I will say it's a lot. Well, I don't want to overshoot it. <laughs> 10 cents. It's just no. Okay. Just I will, I'm, I'm going to go big on this. I'm going to say a gallon costs $1,200. That was your big guess? Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't want to overshoot it. No, 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 you no, hate fine. that? Like, then someone's like, I'm guess s- how much no, I no. spent on I this. greatly appreciate it. I just could not believe how much you undersold it. Ladies and gentlemen, a gallon, one gallon of scorpion venom costs, will cost you, set you back $39 million. What? <laughs> that means it costs for an ounce for an ounce? $304,687.50 for an ounce of scorpion venom. So, Rachel, if you took our advice last week, give us a call because we would like to be... Uh, well, not investors. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll find you some scorpions and then you can cut us in on your profits. Yeah, we, we do. Oh, trademark, trademark. <laughs> TM, TM, Scorpion, <laughs> Scorpion Ridge Farms, uh, LC. Um, so yeah, I just, I needed to share that with everyone. Um, if anyone looks that up and like does some deep research on it, they might find that to not be completely accurate, but I found at least three pages on a cursory Google search that confirmed that to be true. Wow. I wonder how many scorpions it takes. To get, I'm, I'm thinking and, like, think about how much a gallon is compared to the size of a scorpion though. Well, I, I don't know how much, okay. Like how much would it take for a human to spit into a gallon? I... We could try. You want to try right now? I'm sure there's math. Like, where you could be like, okay, a human is this size, and you can spit this much into the gallon, mm-hmm. and then do the math to figure out what the scorpion could do. Sure. I don't I don't know if that's... I don't think... Scorpion venom comes from their, their stinger, though, so it'd be like squeezing it out. Well, I'm just us. trying to think of, like, a fluid that... Sure. Yeah. Human, human liquid would be harder to... There are other easier. human fluids we could discuss. But so, anyways, <laughs> um, we have segments on this show. Oh, oh really quick, hold on. Yes. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, I was wrong. I was wrong about um, I am Ishmael. It's not I am Ishmael. It is Call Me Ishmael. So, for all of you out there, from Moby Dick. Thank you, for all of you out there who thought Mary never admits she's wrong. I do. She does, and she just did. 
And um, here's the thing, Mary. I want to give you credit because literally yes. it is the same effect as I am Ishmael. And I can tell you that is one billion percent more than I knew about the beginning, the first page of the Moby Dick story. So, Well, okay, yeah. But if you're like, if it, I think it is different because as somebody who was a creative writing major in college, which is why I bartended for 10 years, because <laughs> it's like... Because poor life. Yeah, is. right? Um, they told me it would happen, and I didn't believe them. Um, but saying I am Ishmael, saying I am call the rock me. star call me is different than saying call me the rock star. You know mm. what I mean? Like, one is like saying, I don't know, it's... It's a, it's a nuanced difference. You can call me Ishmael. And I'm sure Herman Melville, who I'm pretty sure is the author, yeah, yep. is... Well, um, go ahead and Google it. Well, if I'm wrong, I'll say it next Mary's week. Mary, it's just going to... She's <laughs> just, just <laughs> doubling down on things for people to challenge her on. Right. I'm sure that he thought long and hard about that as his first line to his book. Because yes. I have fantasized about the first line of many books that I have not ever written. Yes. I'm just... I'm picturing Herman's just like been staring at this blank page for just like months and he's like i gotta write something down and he's like call me ishmael and then he's like all right well now we're off to I'm a done. good rolling start <laughs> that was it that's i'm spent yeah. for today right um okay but yes we are gonna get to segments though but, okay um okay so this time uh it's gonna be going back to mary mm-hmm. so it's time for everybody's favorite segment Mary story time. Mary story time. Here she comes with a story. I appreciate that so much. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> That's our that was a drop. That wasn't me just now. It was yeah, weird. No. It was like that'll be edited in post. That was the podcast band. <laughs> That's the, yeah, like the thanks everybody for, yeah. for joining us again. Um okay, so my story, um, I, you will note I did not write anything down this nope. week, so we're just going to see how this one tumbles out. Um, okay, but it, this is, it just happened, so hopefully I can remember all the details. Okay. Um, I had a moment where I had to assert some boundaries on a Facebook post of mine. Like, I, I have a business where I create original content and I am, I work hard at it and I'm proud of it. And somebody plucked my picture and tried to use it as representation of their work. Is this a passive aggressive thing at me about our podcast? No, (laughs) because you do all the work. You do 94% of the work on that. But you talk so much though and I like it. That's like you do so much of the talking and I appreciate that. I literally just had a conversation with my husband today about like, and I said, do I talk too much? And he said, I like that you talk so much because I don't talk hardly at all. <laughs> that is the, that is the absolute dynamic. Of, yeah, of it is. Story. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So okay, anyways. But, sorry, go back to your story. Okay. Sorry. So, um, so yeah, I, I had somebody send me a screenshot and they said, is this your work? And I was like, well, yeah, actually that is my work. And it was on someone else's post. So I very I think very kindly they die today (laughs) message this person and I said hey you know thanks for the love on that um I'm the original creator I need for you to take it down you know if if you want to keep up your post if you want to talk about you know ways that you could recreate this if you want to recreate this and show a picture of your own work go for it because I don't own ideas Uh okay but I do own the content that I put out there I probably don't own it. I probably sold, like, you know when you actually, like, join Facebook? I'm, Facebook probably owns it. Okay, so, <laughs> sure. I, so I probably don't own it. But it has, it, it's my work. So um, what I did is, like, and as a way to um, kind of, I think, sort of, like, pump me up because I felt kind of bad about this is I went into a private Facebook group. Private. A private Facebook group compiled of other people in my industry. 10,000 others. It seriously probably oh, is. Oh, God. Okay. It's mind. huge. It's a huge group. Uh-huh. And um, and I just said, like, hey, it's my turn. Because they're always... People are always in there posting, like, hey, so-and-so stole my work. I found it. And they've sort of coached us on how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, hey, guys, it's my turn. Here it is. And I actually sent people here's a picture of their corpse to that person's page (laughs) because I was like well I'm like because honestly I saw a bunch of other people's work Uh on this person's page and I was like go see I said it kind of snarky because you know it was a private group I was Uh like yeah I was like go check out their page you might find some of your stuff on there too well okay so I have now set a ball in motion that I did not intend to set 
masses of people flooded this poor individual's dun, 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 dun. page <laughs> saying all sorts of like horrible things. And it was because I sent them there. I didn't say anything horrible myself. I was actually fairly kind uh -huh. and you know, because I knew everyone could see what I wrote. So sure. I'm not going to be like a jerk on a public Facebook, yeah. but like, um, but a lot of other people maybe didn't have that social hang up. Sure. And, um, I felt really, really bad and I didn't know how to stop the bleeding because at this point it is like mob mentality uh -huh. and I basically has have said There's blood hey guys in the water. yeah hey yeah they yeah, they're, they're circling the sharks are all like yeah <laughs> and you know and a couple people found some instances of their work on this person's page and all heck broke loose Okay. You like that I said hey? Yep. You I can it. tell by your face. <laughs> yeah. I realize like a podcast will not process that I am smiling very largely. Yeah, I noticed that. But no, so I just felt really bad, you know, and I, I think I had this moment where I was like, you know, why did you, if I had, if I had handled it, right, mm -hmm. if it was handled, why did I feel the need to go tell other people I'm handling something? I think it's, I mean, there's a sense of community in that. I mean, I, especially cause I, I'm sure it's frustrating. Now, let me ask you this. Was the person nice when you asked them and told them, hey, this is blah, blah, blah? What did they say in response to that? It was like three-word answers. Like, um, okay, thanks. Oh, okay. The picture is down. Sure. So I couldn't really read it. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. could have been like, okay, thanks, the picture's down. Or it could yeah. have been like somebody, like, you know, all extra angry about yeah. it. And I guess there's, a, there's an element of like, oh, I got caught. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, there's the element of like, yeah, why did you feel the need to do it? Because you're a human being. Right. Like, and here's the thing. It's like, I don't... Like, here's the thing. I like to make fun of myself on this podcast, especially. Talk about my inability to engage in social situations. Like, I do absolutely fine 95% of the time. That's maybe even... Like, 5% of still a really big number. <laughs> but, like, when those small percentage of times that, like, I'm mean, I'm a jerk, or, like... And I don't even mean to. Like, I just... I messed up. Like, and it's like, I need to cut myself a break. Yes, it sucks for this person. But at the same time, they did literally steal a bunch of people's intellectual property. And so it's now at this point, their right to be a little bit upset about it. But, um, well, I know, and I, but I feel kind of like, I like to give people the grace, not even for their sake, because I am mm -hmm. so self-centered. It's, sure. it's for me. And so I'm like, well, maybe, maybe they didn't know. Maybe yeah. they thought that this was like a compilation page and it was totally fine yeah. to put up someone else. I don't think this is true. To put up someone <laughs> sure. else's work and say, I will redo this work if you pay me for it with my yeah. picture of my work up there. Sure. But like one of my favorite things to do when someone cuts me off in traffic is I say sometimes out loud, I'm like, maybe their wife is in labor because it's like a valid reason <laughs> yes. for them to be driving like a jerk. Yes. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm like, maybe there's some emergency that's going on. You know, I know statistically speaking, no, just everybody's like, everybody, constant, the world is full of emergencies. Yes. Like, so, but you know, it's again, it's, it's for me to kind of get me to not hate everybody. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating whenever it's like, you've gotten to the point where you now are able to be like, you know, maybe we should like, you know, Hey, I'm upset, but maybe we can like take a step back and be okay with it. And, but not everybody else is in the same place as you. Yeah. I was texting with you when, uh, some of that was going down yep. and, uh, you were like, and I was like, it's okay. It's a great, it's a compliment really. And it's a great opportunity to practice boundary setting. And you were like, Whoa, good job with a positive energy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it's just so that I'm not a giant, like dumpster fire yeah. of a person because yeah. fake it till you yeah. make it. <laughs> yeah. You have to force yourself to do that kind of stuff. But. Yeah. But so that was, you know, that was one thing that I didn't write down. I think I had another thing that I didn't write down, but I don't remember it. So I'll tell you what, let's just go on. And if I remember it, I'll shout, Oh, okay. really <laughs> loud. Like, I'm like halfway and... during my segment later. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll just try. I that. have a feeling there will be plenty of, yeah. of uh, O's uh, throughout the story. Um, so, uh, so next up on this, on the uh, thank you for oh, the story. You are welcome. Thank you. That was Mary Story Time. It's do, song. Do, do, do. Okay, so uh, next up is, of course, your question. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. This one's actually great because it's kind of a it's a it's a story question, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's from Nick. Nick 
from he's from a new town now so i'm trying to remember what what if it was newton new town he's nope that's not it uh nick nick from metamora i forgot he moved because he i knew him from the the previous place where he'd lived so what's his address well that's okay well (laughs) it's like i ain't gonna find you i will find you and i will kill you nick from Um, 417 main street metamorphosis metamorphosis Okay, so, all right, so let me uh, get to Nick's question. Okay. Hi, Mary and Andy. Hey, Nick. Nick here. Oh. <laughs> Long-time listener. Love your show. That's kind. Andy. Oh. Huh. Oh. How, how lovely. Um, as you were discussing your awkward interchange in the office, it brought up a story I love to tell. I'd love to hear how you two would have handled this situation. Uh, back in 2012, I transferred it to a new college. Uh, let's see. I lost a little bit here. Okay, during my first semester, I had a class with a guy who I can't for the life of me recall his name. Well, over the next two and a half years, every time he saw me, he would call me Josh. He was actually really excited to see me in the hallways and would belt out, Hey, Josh! I guess I didn't care that he was calling you by the wrong name. Uh, relatable, just like, somebody knows me. Um, And after a couple of times, I wasn't sure how to correct it because I'd let it go too far. The best part of the story is that we both graduated on the same day. And so when I walked out across the stage to accept my diploma, they called my name as Nicholas. (laughs) At the after-graduation reception, he walked up to me and apologized for calling me the wrong name for all of those years. Oh, man. It was really awkward for me, and I basically responded with, I was just happy to be recognized. You can call me whatever you want. Classic Nick. Yes, just like <laughs> just like Nick. Um, how would the two of you handle this situation? Do you, do you correct somebody when you, when you don't really interact? Okay, I'm sorry. Do you correct someone who you don't really inter- interact with much, calls you the wrong name, or would you just accept a new name? Hope to hear you discuss on your podcast. Thanks so much. Josh or Nick, whatever you want. <laughs> Nick, and that's, again, Nick from Metamora. Thanks, Nick. Um, okay, before I give my answer, because I do have an answer, I want to address when you yelled, hey, Josh, it gave me a moment where I remembered last week where you yelled, help. Yes. And I literally jumped in my seat because it was so loud. It was like, that? yeah, well, last week. Yes. And I was so nervous about, like, hey, how screamingly loud is that going to be on the podcast mm-hmm. when you actually listen and it's not it fine yeah so so you're welcome listeners for not being nearly killed like mary was last well week. and then i was like gosh everyone's gonna think i'm overreacting yeah, but it was like, seriously so it loud was in here very loud yes it scared me okay so um my response to this question is that I kind of think, um, I'm sorry, Nick, I kind of think that you are being a weirdo by not, I think that, okay, I don't think that weirdness goes away in the universe. So if you allow weirdness to fester and continue on and on and on, it's going to grow and grow and grow. And then that's why you had that awkward exchange at the very end. Uh I personally would say, Every time he, they said, hey, Josh, I'd be like, it's Mary. Because that was, like, so much better, like, in well, those moments. To be than clear, if like, someone called you Josh, it'd be very weird. <laughs> I said, like, hey, it's Mary. It's Mary. But also, I guess I am the person that, like, I walk up. I say my name because I am so, I think I'm so, yeah, I'm so worried that this is going to happen. Because I hate calling someone else the wrong name. And I hate when I don't know their name. Yeah. So when I first walk up to someone, I say it first thing. I'm like, hi, it's Mary. And people generally are like, yeah, I know yeah. who you are. But just in case for that one person. <laughs> or sometimes I'll give like more like more clues. I'm like, hey, it's Mary from that one thing, that one time when we were at blah, blah, blah. They're like, yes, we're aware. Oh, hey, it's Mary. I'm Hank's mom. So That's my favorite. Hank's mom. Hey, I'm Hank and Ruby's mom. They're like, yeah, yes. we know. We're their teacher. Oh. <laughs> but so, yeah, I kind of think I personally would have... Um, corrected or you know what he missed an opportunity to lie he could have said my middle name is josh oh yes that was actually one of the things i was thinking oh, about was it? no it i have, I have a few me. things but that one that was one i thought i was like there's like so like oh well my I, my first name's you know nick but i go by josh or whatever so yeah you know, that kind of a thing my but, really good friends call no, me josh my really good friends call me josh but you can just keep that on the low low my bro except for that he doesn't really want to hang yeah, out with this that. person yeah right? no you're low, just like low my bro low low my bro one of the cool hip phrases that is I learned. Cool. Yes. I'm going to get that airbrushed on a t-shirt. Lolo. At the <laughs> That's mall. our first podcast <laughs> yeah. shirt. Yes. Lolo, my bro. 
Um, okay, so Nick, uh, thank you uh, for submitting the question. I but, appreciate you trusting us oh, I, with this uh, very important response. But he's being a weirdo. Incorrect. Is that the consent? That's, that's the new poll. Is Nick no, no, a weirdo? No, no. Nick, let me, let, me, let, me, let me quickly rebuff everything Mary just said. I'm so sorry, Nick. I'm sure you are a wonderful person. If somebody just keeps calling me the wrong name. So here's the thing. If it's like somebody that I'm like, I'm going to have to interact with them. Like usually it's like, hey, Adam. And I'm like, nope, Andy, but you got two out of the, you got, you got, it's four letters and started with an A. So you nailed it basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if somebody just said like, like. Eh, especially like they're excited because every time I saw you, they were excited to see you. And you're like, wow, I didn't even deserve anything to, to get this love. So here's what I would have done, Nick. So I'm walking off the stage. He comes up to me and he's like, he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. And you're like, man, can you believe it? After four years and the college I went to got my name wrong. Like, and that's it. And then he's just like, Oh, no way. And you're like, yeah, I know, right? They got my name, wrong name on the diploma and everything. This is ridiculous. This is like the beginning of, like, the Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio movie, like, Catch Me If You Can. Oh. Like, where he, like, starts, like, a whole other life. You know yes. what I mean? It's, it's like, like, oh, I guess I'm Josh now. And that's when Nick became Josh. <laughs> Josh loves fishing. Nick loves bowling. I do have a friend, and I was introduced to him. I met him in junior high, and... His name is Michael. Mm-hmm. That's his name. That's why oh. everyone called him Michael. Yeah, sure. His name's Michael. He moved away for a while, met a beautiful girl, Aww. got married. They moved back here. She calls him Paul. It is so weird. And I'm like, why do you call him Paul? It is his middle name. Sure. But, or, or actually, it might be his first name. I think it's his. I think it's his middle name. I think his name is Michael Paul. But it doesn't. Hey, Michael. Um, yes. if you're listening. Um, but uh. It's so weird because we'll be there and we'll be talking to the same person and like half of us are calling him Michael and other people are calling him Paul. Do you ever feel like, like, like obligated to call him Paul just to make her not feel weird? (laughs) I can't call him Paul. Although I will say his sister calls him Paul. So I probably am the weird one. Well, no, you're just sticking to your guns. But I like, that's how I met him. Like I can't in my head, like mental block. Have you, do do you, have you ever had anybody call you by any other names other than Mary? Yeah, but not nice ones. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> so, like, the only thing that is weird for me, so my actual legal name is Andrew. Plot twist. Surprise, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took until, I think, maybe, like, three years ago, four years ago, that the first person ever called me Drew. And I think I've since then had one other person do that. And it was kind of, like, in jest or whatever, but, like, it's... It's one of those things where you're like, that's not me. That's not, I can't respond. Like, Andrew, I'm like, I don't like it, but I'll respond to it because it's my name. But, like, Drew, mm-hmm. Drew is just, like, such a, a plot twist to me. So, back to Nick's question. It's a totally different person. Yeah, Drew for is sure. a different person than Andy or Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I do want to really quick, though, sure. make um, make sure that I am on record as saying, if somebody requests that I call them personally by a different name, I will do everything within my power to remember their yes. new name and not call them by their old name because I know that that is very important to some people. Right. I mean, because, like, what if, like, I was thinking my other answer I was going to say to Nick, too, was, you know, when that when he says that to you and he's like, he's like, what, I'm sorry, man, and you're like, well, guess witness protection is over. Thanks yeah. a lot, college. Yeah. Like, luckily you're moving, so it's okay because you're going to go somewhere else. Um, so no, there's a million reasons that you could come up with a backstory about, um, about why you're, why that was actually your name. So, so mine, all of my answers are involved lying to this person because you're probably not going to see them again. And I'm guessing you didn't after that moment. So. And my answers involved time travel, which was just not doing the thing that you time, had done. Time travel and shame, I believe was Mary's oh, theme. Oh, sorry about yeah. the shame. So, um, Nick, I hope you feel, feel worse about yourself now. Well, now going forward, we can plan and we can always go into a situation and think how may this possibly be awkward in the future it's great for anxiety it just will really help ramp that up for you yes so so um let's see so mary i think i would like to take a break is that okay yeah that's fine mary always lets me take breaks because i take like little naps because i'm in charge in this operation (laughs) i'm I'm the brains of the operation yeah right um so anyways we will be right back after this short break okay love you we're back we're back thank you for letting me take a break the naps are so important yes you're welcome i'm still so (laughs) tired 
so very tired. It's four hours later. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's weird. It's like it's 4 a.m. now. <laughs> we started at midnight. Um, so, uh, do you want to do a thing? Yeah. Um, I thought we could try something a little bit different this time. Also, not my normal thing? Well, it is like your normal thing, but it's Andy isn't good at this and studies show. You probably aren't either. Uh-oh. So, okay, so luckily, <laughs> luckily, I happen to have something just for this very odd segment that you just made up on the spot. Oh, how did that happen? Yeah, it's weird. So, um, so yes, so thank you, everybody. Welcome back to the the dark horse of the show. The Andy isn't good at this and study show you probably aren't either. Why is you, it a dark horse? It's the dark horse because it's like Mary's story is the favorite, but then I'm just kind of like in the background, like, I'm coming for you. I'm sorry. I don't think I explained my question. Why is it? A, why is that phrase a thing? I don't know. Oh. For some reason, the it's dark the horse shadows? the dark horse is hiding in the shadows, waiting. It's just, it's like, I'm going to come up and I'm going to sneak up on you. And then I'm going to slit the other horse's throat with my... With my that big, is dark. My very strange horse. So yeah, it's not so much that it's a like a black horse or a darkly it's a darkly furred horse. horse. It's just a very emo horse. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So I, I wanted to do something here real quick um, that's a little bit different. Um, it's kind of similar though in the same sense. So I I looked up an article um, and really all I did was I searched like social like studies about sucking at being social. Essentially was <laughs> yeah. what I looked up. And uh, I found, uh, very quickly, a great article from Time. Oh, that's um, reputable. Yes, and I'm going to reference the person who wrote it, which was <laughs> Jamie Ducharme. Oh. I am pronouncing it the way that I think it's pronounced. Ducharme. So, uh, the study shows that... <laughs> what if, wait, hold on. <laughs> what? what if it's Jamie Ducharme? Ducharme? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and their lawyers will be calling. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I wasn't T- talking about you. I was Time Magazine about- <laughs> now owns this podcast. Hosted by Jamie Ducharme, Ducharme and, and her brother, Billy Ducharme. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so. Studies show that people like you more than you think. Impossible. It's Kim Possible. Well, for Mary, it's impossible. <laughs> because Mary thinks that she's just the bee's knees. I get a lot of positive feedback. She does. She, it's like, could you rate, review, and subscribe my life? Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody she runs into. Um, so the study was um, essentially that they had this group of people. Like, they obviously had a very large sample size where people would sit and have conversations. They would have conversations with each other. So they talk for an extended period of time. After that was over, they would then rate the conversation. First, they would rate the conversation of how they thought the other person did in the conversation. And they would rate themselves. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if it was like a 1 through 10 thing or like what it was. But basically, the, the heart of the matter was inevitably like just an overwhelming amount of like a large percentage would rate themselves their performance in the conversation a worse than the other person, uh-huh. but B much worse than the other person would rate them. Okay. So the other person would rate them way better than they rated themselves. Shocking, I know that people have self-esteem issues and believe that they suck at conversation. Society has screwed all of us up so it, bad. It has. I mean, and I, I, I don't know where it comes from. Like all the time, this is kind of a funny thing, but also just kind of like a relatable thing. So, like, here's the thing, I. And I, I'll say this: I can have situations where I come into it, and I'm just like, "Wow, that other person was pretty boring." Like, but I don't. It's never like even when I have a conversation with someone where I'm like, you know, if I did, I'm like, "Huh, I was pretty great at that conversation," which doesn't really ever happen. Um, but if I do, <laughs> if it's a, it. It, usually if it's a good conversation, it's because they did a good job. If I'm talking and I'm doing a lot of like, and I'm talking and I'm just and they're not really giving much feedback, I'm like, well. I guess I'll just go and die. Like, and it's 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 this thing that I'm sure other people probably can relate to. Um, hopefully, please, please. Okay, so like, I know I was talking earlier about the conversation that I had with my husband where I talk all the time mm-hmm. and he doesn't talk very much. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting that you bring this up because I truly didn't know that you were going to do this. Okay. And I do also have the thing where as I am 
in a conversation, I am conscious of the fact that every time someone tells a story about themselves, that I then tell another story yes. in relation to that. And I am really nervous that I am going to be like seen as like a one upper Yeah, that I'm like, Oh, they're trying to talk about them. And I am coming back from my own experience. And so I'm saying this other story that's not about their first story. And so then as I notice that's happening, I make a decision that I'm going to stop talking about Listen. myself. And then the conversation dies. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> which is like the greatest ego booster is like, it really was all yeah. about me. Um, but no, that's, that's the thing is like, I have conversations with people who are totally socially capable and I put this like, especially, Oh my God, here's the thing, Mary. So this is the Andy going back to the Andy's a single lonely boy. So, um, so like I haven't in a while, but like I, you know, when I ever go on like the, few dates that I would go on or just talking to people online or whatever, you know, about, you know, that are potential, potential mating potentials. Yes. My suitors. Um, it was, it's always about, it's, it's always, always, I am trying so hard. Like I am putting in so much effort to like make them laugh, do all this great stuff and everything like that. And I'm always, it's, it's always about like, I have to be the one to make this conversation great. And honestly, what happens a lot of times is I end up just like, overwhelming them and like great well i don't i guess i won't talk about myself because andy's just gonna talk about talk the whole time yeah how come they don't have to be the ones to make you laugh andy well that's the thing is i i know exactly is i i it's like i not only do i not think that i'm doing a good job in conversation like everybody hates me Mm -hmm. eeyore um but also like i don't i evidently subconsciously don't have faith in other people like if if there's even a moment of silence that they're just like well, this guy's the worst because he can't carry a conversation. Okay, you know Prince, right? Like the musical artist sure. Prince. Yeah. Okay, everyone freaks out about Prince, thinks he's the coolest thing ever. He is super cool. Okay, sure. like gonna not gonna say he's not cool because like that would be a lie. Yeah, I was a- okay, but one I heard this anecdotally from somebody who did not have a source, so this is like a secondhand unsourced. Sure piece of information allegedly allegedly (laughs) allegedly um but it was a conscious marketing decision on his half on his behalf to give as few details about his artistic process and his personal life in the media Mm -hmm. as possible because he knew that the less people knew about him that he would then be this like mysterious person and people would like flock to him and like okay i'm sorry on like paper Prince is like should not be like you know getting all the chicks he got. <laughs> sure. All right. Like he's not necessarily well, like a classically sexy man. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't but have he, enough information to say one way or the other. I don't really see. I haven't really seen Prince that many times. He's not. I did see him in concert once, oh, and he cool. was amazing. Oh. So I saw Beyonce. She was amazing too. I saw Janet Jackson. Too many costume changes. Sure. But um. Yeah, no, it's just, I think that there is something to be said about that. And I have frequently felt like I talk way too much that there is nothing mysterious about me. Yes. As an individual. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard. Zero. Just like, this is what you get because I've told you everything. Yes. Welcome. And it's almost like, you know, um, baptism by fire. It's like, <laughs> you know, hey, okay, well, here, you're going to get all of the weird stuff about me straight out the gate. You like me or not? Basically. You in or not? Yeah. You want to be my friend? Because there's... Lots more of this coming. Yeah. But um, I also think, though, sorry, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Go for it. <laughs> Keep going. I also think that there is a strong possibility that people are ranking in that study, that people are ranking the other person higher than maybe they really deserve by trying mm-hmm. to give them some sort of grace. So then it's like artificial highs. Well, Mary, let's, let's go back to the story you told <laughs> during Mary's story time about how much grace people give each other uh, on, on, in certain things. I have a feeling that, at least for a scientific study, it's not one of those things where, like, oh, they, they did fine. They were so good. Um, I, it's possible, but, like, I'm, I think you might be assigning, like, our... God, that's giving us a lot of credit. Our ability to give some people the benefit of the doubt a lot of the times to all these other people that we don't know that were in this study. 
Well, I think that um, I'm going to speak for myself and you can be like, yeah, me too, if you want. I am naturally such a horrible person that I have to work extra hard to like (laughs) counteract that so that everybody doesn't hate me. So like that grace that I give people, it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm so special and kind and benevolent. It's because... I'm so aware. Yes. I will go to a place where I want to burn Mm. down the universe. Yeah. I'm basically Bowser from Mario, but like it's just like at my natural state, I'm just like constantly fighting the urge um, to that and I'm just an a sissy whiny baby boy. Um, I don't so, know that reference because I don't really like video games. Oh uh, well, to, although all those you do, it's uh, it really wasn't that great of a reference. Um, yeah. That much of a nail on the head, anyways. It could have been. It, well, maybe. Um, I always would get stuck in the corner during James Bond 007, and I'm like showing Andy right now how I'm like flailing I would just like get stuck in the corner and, and I couldn't turn the around the crazy thing is is having played that game enough I know exactly what she's talking about she's like oh, I'm running into the wall and I'm in the corner yeah and like you're moving your stick yeah, around but yeah. you can't physically turn around yeah and so the last thing I did want to say and this is funny because it's like on this podcast like it's kind of like the 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 it's interesting we're talking about ourselves and how we are in social conversation and it's like this is us like it's not like that weird is like I'm great at, like, if there's four or five people together, great. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll jump in. I'll, I'll add my two cents to things. Occasionally, I'll remember a story or something like that. Not to the degree that Mary does. Mary has a, literally a story for every occasion, <laughs> of every moment. Wow. Um, but for me, it's like, it's usually like, oh, I throw in a joke because they said something or something like that. Or I'm commenting on other people's things to make it funny or something like that. And then, like, it's one-on-one. It's me and that person. And it's just like, unless I'm talking about something super deep and real or something like that, or, um, or something really specific that we both have in common. Um, I don't, we don't have a lot to say in conversation. And so like, that's the thing is like, I, 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 I feel, I basically just am a a joke machine a lot of the times. And, and it feels like sometimes. Not yeah, you, yeah. No, 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 you relate, you know, sure. And it, and it feels like, you know, I, and so I get this, this thing too, is it's like, if you asked me if I had like a normal conversation with someone, I'm just like, like I'm, it's almost based on like, did they laugh? Like, and if they didn't laugh, like it's not fun. And it's, and it's a really weird way to gauge things when that's not, everybody doesn't laugh during conversation. I don't laugh during most conversations. So I make jokes 100% as a coping mechanism. And it's like for anxiety, (laughs) right? I'm like, Oh, this is a new situation. I have to like, and I am aware enough of the fact that like I do it and I tell all the stories that I tell and I like to be the center of attention and I like to be you know um hold court as they might say Uh like in a social situation where everyone's listening to your story I do that because it's a way for me to control a situation Mm -hmm. that if I'm not in control of then I start to feel like nobody likes me I'm on the outskirts I hate that feeling Mm -hmm. of standing on the edge of a conversation Mm -hmm. and not really being included so to counteract it I will jump straight in mm-hmm. and start telling a story to sure. some people I don't even know necessarily. Just but like it's we like, were talking about like something very deep and secret yeah. and you just hopped in. I'm like, hey, let me tell you a joke about this. Yeah. But I have I have told jokes at extremely inappropriate times. I have told jokes um, to medical staff uh-huh. like when they're trying to do their job. It's like, this woman's dying. What are you talking <laughs> to me right now? I can't talk. Or, you know, yeah, just dumb stuff like, you Did know. Did you hear about the time I went to the blah, blah, blah? Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, no. Wait, okay. I do it. All right. This is an embarrassing story. Clear. But I, I've told this story enough that um, I may as well tell it on a podcast too. Okay. Okay. So um, I was pregnant uh-huh. with my first child. Good start. And um, I was, okay. My first child was 11 days overdue. Oh, okay. Snap. Super overdue. I was huge. And I was like really cranky about it. And um, so I was just like waiting for this baby to come. Well, I woke up one morning and I got in the shower and I got out and my water broke. Okay. Oh. Not to get like too graphic. Okay. Sure. My water broke. So I sound like I'm so excited. Here comes my baby. I tell my husband, we start calling family members. Everyone is like, get to the hospital. We're having a baby. It's, it's, it's the day we've yes. waited for. We get there. They hook me up to the machines. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, my like fluttering, like super excited. The nurse comes back in and she's like, your water didn't break. And I said, oh, I said, well, what was all of that fluid? She said, um, urine I peed myself because I was like no I was I had no bladder control I was so big and not only did I pee myself as a hugely pregnant woman I told everybody in my family about it and so then you had to be like no 
I just pissed myself. Yeah. Like, that's like, <laughs> like, you have to give the explanation why the false alarm. And so you're just like, I've just given an open invitation to let everybody know that I pissed myself. Well, they said you will know when your water breaks. It will be a large amount of fluid. And it was. They I were was not like, specific enough. Oh, my God. But I was, like, really amazed by my body that, like, because I have never, like, felt that not in control of my body. Whoosh. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. This is pregnancy. The miracle of life. So. <laughs> and, and urine. Yes. Um, so, no, thank you. I'm, this, I really enjoyed uh, talking about this, actually, so I'm glad it played. That's the kind of stories I'll tell a total stranger, by the yeah. way. Well, like, want to hear a great story about me peeing my pants? Well, I was talking about the whole study and our inability to socialize, but I, I did like the pee stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's the end of my segment. Okay. Uh, Andy isn't good at this and study show. You probably aren't either. But you might be if you try a little bit harder. Yes, but I never want to. I'm only I'm only going to put in the minimal effort for everything and expect the most results. So. Oh, okay. Um, so next up. It's college. Our next segment. Yes, it's college. That's like my entire college experience. It was yes. just like, I hope this gets me by. Um, is, Please get degrees. Yes. Um, is another listener question. Um, and this one comes in that Mary is going to read us. Yes. Um, before we get started, I want to say, okay, Uh-oh. this is an anonymous question, um, okay. which may be obvious once we get into the content but um when i was messaging with this individual who is my friend i thumbs down the the, the, the i can't change it yeah i don't know how to undo it and so then i had to do that thing where i'm like hey i thumbs downed your question but it's totally i'm not technologically savvy enough to fix this problem right because yeah you know me like on our facebook page i can't even comment as myself always always as the 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 admin so yeah so if you're out there and um i did actually apologize on the thread but um i'm just letting everybody know that it's not really the thumbs down Mm -hmm. okay from anonymous in a place that's nobody's business Um, I said that part. Um, I'm at a point in my job where I want more responsibility. Uh. Right? (laughs) I have shown flexibility, dedication, and I... They wrote, I generally care about the business. Genuinely. I'm sure genuinely. I think it was genuinely, but I like thinking... I generally care. I generally care. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm at the point of reconsidering going to college, but I really like the job. How should I ask my boss for a promotion? Hmm. Well, there's a lot in there because I mean, uh-huh. I mean, if there's the the asking the boss for the promotion, the part about the college thing, and everything like that. But I get it, you know. Um, and I think I think I at least have something to say to this one as opposed to last week, and it was about like how do you deal with having babies? Yeah. So I uh, I feel a little bit better about you this. You have a one. very successful career. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. No, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's another <laughs> thing I'm not good at is saying thank you. Okay. So um, so again, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with um i work again in a very large corporate environment and everything uh-huh. like that um i've worked in some different places some small business where it's like i've been the only employee of like two doctors before i've been one of like five or six and now i'm going to be using a lot of my references or things in the framework of this is a huge corporate office i have a boss he has 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 a boss and he has a ceo like that kind of a thing okay um and so my first suggestion or thought is, have you ever considered um, asking your boss and just saying, hey, boss, um, I have a surprise for you. Ooh. It's a scavenger hunt. Ooh. Yes. And so I know this is going to sound weird, but but bear with me. Everyone so, has a scavenger hunt. And you know, like, so so this is kind of the scavenger hunt where it's like, oh, you get to, you find this one thing and then there's another note there and it says like, I'm blah, blah, blah. And it's a clue to the next one. And uh-huh. you can, but it's like. To take this thing with you and so you keep it's taking a great use of company time yeah exactly so you keep <laughs> taking these different places and every single one of them will be um something that you're responsible for in your job and so by the oh. end of it the final clue the final clue is like one really big thing and so by the end of it he's holding all of this stuff uh-huh. um of all of these things that you do and then it says this can all be yours and more to handle if i leave today promote me you piece of garbage <laughs> Hey, that's not a bad idea. So, um, so yeah, so that's something. Have you? I don't know about the piece of garbage part. Well, I mean, you gotta get a point across. You can't just be like, "So promote me, sweetheart." You know what I learned is you can think stuff and not say it out loud, and it's still a satisfying. (laughs) It's still satisfying. You can leave like, "So please, please consider a promotion for me, sir, 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 or ma'am, stupid pants, sir, stupid pants." Yeah, you can. You can. Say that in your head, and okay. it still will feel good. Yes. Second suggestion. Sorry, I'm gonna got. I got a couple. I always, oh, okay. This one, I like this one a lot. So um, I'm gonna let you run with it because so, 
you don't have a lot on this? Well, we have very different work ethics. Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> secondly, um, another one that I think um, could work is first step, make a doomsday clock. Ooh. I don't actually know what that means, but I didn't want to say bomb because that sounds like then you're like, well, they told me to make the bomb. And I'm like, well, nope. So, uh, so anyway, This is like the first step to starting a cult too. Well, maybe. You got to have like an end date. So just, it's this really ominous looking like gnarled clock with like barbed wire and stuff on it. And there's clearly something attached to it that it looks like that could be something poisonous. That could be an explosive. That is a bomb. That's you actually just a handgun. <laughs> Um, it could be anything. No. Who's to say no. what it is? No handguns, no bombs in the workplace. Nope, none of those things. <laughs> so anyway, so let's say it's just this thing where it's like by when the clock reaches zero, like your bank account will be draw, like taken, all of the money will be taken out of it. Okay. 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 And so, um, and the only way to disable this clock is, for example, by compiling thousands of pieces of data into one perfectly, perfectly organized Excel doc. It's oh. just an example of if, let's say, you worked in an office environment and it's like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. What a what a fortunate thing that you have such a wonderful, dedicated worker that is a boss at making organized Excel docs. And as you compile all of this data into this Excel doc with just seconds to spare and the clock shuts off and the office is saved and the boss will have no choice but to give you all of the money that you need because you just saved his life, his bank account, and the entire world. It's like the end of like an early 90s action movie. Yes, it's the end of an early 90s action movie if the solution to the puzzle was uh, making some really sweet columns and rows on an Excel doc and having them all add together and all that stuff. That I mean, I don't like most things associated with work or numbers or computers. Sure. But I will say that an Excel doc can be very satisfying. Mm, yeah. I don't have that experience. I actually like... I, well, is that the one with the little... With all the boxes? and rows. Yeah. And, and you can yeah, have to think... it's okay. It's like the coolest thing to me is I'm like, oh my gosh, I added all the numbers together. Like, yeah. You know, well, like, look, it can it do things. It did it for me. You know what's funny is like, I am aware... I know how little I know when it comes to computers. So I am aware that like this machine is capable of doing like major math sure. things with yeah. the numbers that I type in there. And I'm like, I just want you to add 11 plus 22, <laughs> you know, like I can't do it on my own. It's yeah. too hard. So, sure. um, in seriousness though, um, to, to this question, I did want to kind of put in my, uh, my nickel of truth here. Um, so, uh, nickel of that's, truth. that's a, a TM TM. All right. It's reserved. Um, so it's, it's, again, it's tough without knowing all the details of the job and knowing exactly what the situation is, but, I can definitely get the frustration and it's definitely, uh, it's very uncomfortable. Like the idea of being like, Hey, I'm worth more than you're paying me or well, like, Hey, give me the, give me the more responsibility or whatever. I do want to clarify though. They did not say boo shit about wanting a raise. They said they wanted a promotion. Okay. Sure. So, oh, so it's like, you might even be more money. It's like, Hey, I'm like the assistant manager. Now. Well, any, I'll, in my experience, almost any job will let you do stuff for free. Together, yeah, like we'll give you a promotion. <laughs> no, no more money. Cool. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: it's like in the modern workplace and everything like that. Um, it is, it is so taboo for people to talk about like what they make and everything like that. Yeah. And especially like, and this is just me as a man saying this is like, if it was like, for example, this is a woman, like yes. you know, with knowing the massive uh, income disparity and everything like that between men and women, especially, like it's impossible to know if if freaking jerry over there who's doing nothing uh -huh. um is making more than you so it's one of those things where it's frustrating because it's like i don't know if i'm making what everybody else is making or if i'm already making more and then me asking for a raise is gonna make you know and that's kind of where they want you to be unfortunately right. is they office want you... you to keep you in that nervousness of, of asking divide and conquer exactly and so I, again this is me with the, the framework of this big office environment and this is some things that i've done it's not about specifically asking for pay or anything like that it's having a conversation with your boss. And I don't know what your relationship with them is, but being like, Hey, listen, like I'm contemplating career choices and everything like that. And I'm just wanting to know, like, what are some directions I can take? Like, what are some um, advancement opportunities, you know, and, and, and not only that, but like, what can I do to get there? Uh -huh. And I think that even just having that conversation, a shows that like, they're like, Oh, you're career oriented and you're committed to this job. And B, it also says, you know, puts that idea in their head. It's like, you know what? They actually have been doing like a lot more lately. Or if it's like, no, like we think if you did this, that'd be great. Like, and then that could be something. And it could just be as easy as, you know what? 
I didn't even think about this. You you do deserve a promotion. And I again, I'm not saying that's always going to be the situation. That's kind of the ideal situation. But it's one of those things that it makes it not awkward anymore to sit down and being like, we're just having a conversation about just information. Like, I thank you for giving me this information and you're being helpful to me. And so I think that's a, a great way to approach it um, without sounding demanding or, or, you know, awkward or uncomfortable. I asked for a raise exactly one time. Okay. And um, you want to guess how it went? Well, Mary, you just the the business just isn't. Uh, we're just not. Uh, we don't. We're not really making the money to be able to work. <gasps> a ding 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 Nailed ding it. ding ding. Okay, so here's <laughs> that is that is what I was told that they they just didn't have um, they didn't have the resources mm-hmm. to give me a raise, which is fine. So I everyone mean, knows I totally guessed that. So that's, that's yeah. So they, she did not. So if they say point. that, it's a line of hoo ha. Okay, mm-hmm. is in my opinion, there's always money. There's, I mean, people. A business doesn't stay in business unless it is continually to make higher and higher profits. Yeah. No one's coasted. Yeah. Okay. In my, I don't know anything sure. about business, but no. okay. So, um, so I did, I asked one time for, um, for a raise and they said, uh, we can't do it. And I said, okay. And I formulated a plan and I share <laughs> this only because, Hey, if you want to do it, go ahead. I'm not saying it was the greatest plan ever. Um, it worked for short term gain, sure. but, um, what I did was I, I did have a pretty flexible schedule in that um, I basically just had to work a set number of hours each week, and it didn't necessarily have to be, like, within a certain time frame. Mm-hmm. So Monday through Thursday, I would not take a lunch. I would work straight through lunch. And then on Fridays, what I was doing is I was clocking out, and I was taking three-hour lunches, and I was going <laughs> to waitress oh, man. At, a, at another <laughs> restaurant for their lunch rush on a, on a Friday. And I did that for probably a couple months, and then um, my boss was like, where are you where are you going on Fridays and how come you're gone for like half the, I was gone from like 11 to like two. Oh jeez. Yeah. And um, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm waiting tables mm-hmm. over there. Cause I mean, you know, this I'm, is fine, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> and yeah, he was like, Oh you can't really do that. And I was like, well, this is the amount of money I'm making over there. Yeah. So either give me that money or I'm going to go do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, what do you want from me? Like yeah. at some point too. And okay. And at that, and I, I am not saying that that is the right way to go about interacting. I believe that I, okay, well, <laughs> disclaimer, I don't even work there anymore. <laughs> so like at the time I thought I was like, oh, I'm so super important to this place. They need me. Okay. No job needs any of you, period. Aww. You, It's true. You are all expendable, which means that when you go into it, it should go, I, I believe that it should be a strictly business, like monetary um equation a situation like if you need more money that's got nothing to do with your job either like i need more money either you give it to me or i'm gonna go somewhere else mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then sure and i and i mean there's... or go to college and do something else sure if that's what and that's and do. that's kind of what i was thinking too is like when she mentioned that i was like in your own, or they mentioned i'm not sure what the gender but like um but i think it's totally fair to to yeah to 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 evaluate those kind of things because here's the thing for me it's always i'm trying to like stay loyal because i have a tendency to be like I'm not getting the, I'm not getting what I need or whatever. And I'm out. Like I have a, I've always been a, like a, come a in runner. And out. Yeah. I am too. Like I get to like a year somewhere and I'm like, well, this is good. Um, and I've been at least to the past, you know, three years, um, especially at my current job. Like I've been, it's been a point of like, no, you're fine. Like you're fine. Like, and, and I've been like, oh, it's amazing. If you stay at a job longer and you keep staying there, like, you know, they pay you more or they give you more responsibilities, things like that. And things happen. But again, I don't know the circumstance. So it's like, I've been here for 47 years and yeah. they still haven't given me any, like a new job title. So, um, so yeah, I hope that was helpful. And I'm coming, I do want to say too, like, I am aware of the fact that I'm coming from a super privileged point of view where I'm like, you don't need that job. Screw them. Yeah. Because I also have a, hu- I have a husband who works full time sure. and, um, I did it that time too. And it was one of those things where it was like, I had this wonderful cushion and I know that a lot of people do not have that cushion, but I'm just saying like, you know, don't be more loyal to a, any place mm-hmm. or any person for sure. that matter, than they're going to be to you. I think that, you know, a lot of times we are programmed to just think that we have to give, 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 and that we're wrong for asking for anything. And you know what? That's just, that's not, that's not the case. Sure. 
Well, I think this has been. I I, I like this quad. This was. I think we. I, I think we did some good work here today. Yes, Mary. I think so too. I think uh, we've <laughs> solved some problems. We solved some. We solved the world's problems. We solved Nick's problems of retroactively knowing how to handle yes. that situation. Time um, and travel, we, and we ha- handled Anonymous's problems. So, um, so thanks everybody. Um, we're going to be signing out here shortly, but we did want to go over our usual things to touch base on. Uh-huh. Where to Which find us. I don't know us. what they are. <laughs> Where to find us. Facebook at Mary and Andy aren't good at this. Please, uh, we haven't mentioned this before, on our Facebook page, there is the ability to um, to rate and recommend us to your friends. That helps us a lot to get exposure so other people will see us as well. So if you want to, if you can hop in there and give us a rating... Um, ideally five stars. If it's less than that, we'll be sad face. Um, if it's less than that, we're going to read your full name. We're going to, yeah, the next thing, we're, we're not going to read five star reviews. We're only going to read less than five star we reviews. We will go to your Facebook page. We're going to do what will... Mary did in that group. Yeah. I'll be like, look at this meme that this person shared yeah, so and then we'll we, all make fun of you. I'm so glad we can threaten our fans now. We're so, um, we're so mature, aren't we? Are we? so mature. Um, and, see, and please um, share this episode on Facebook. Share the love. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, um, if you want to be featured on this and get some of our just super sick wisdom right. that we are spitting out here, right. um, please email your questions slash stories to Mary and Andy Care at gmail.com. Yes. I finally got Mary bobbing her <laughs> Mary yes. bobbing her head now. I like the rhythm. Um, so, uh, Mary, did you have any um, final remarks before we depart? Do I have any final remarks before we depart? Um, I don't. Did we find out who was in Virginia? Uh, they have not reported yet. Uh, they were, this is our last segment, as always. Virginia Watch. Yeah. <laughs> if you are from Virginia, find us on Facebook at our page and say, it was me. Yeah, don't be. We can see that you're listening. We can see you're still we, listening. Yeah. We appreciate your we fandom. We do appreciate it. We and just want to know who you are. We want the world to know. We want the world to know, too. So. Um, So anyways, thank you all so much. We appreciate all of the love and support you've all given us. And we'll catch you next week. Okay, bye guys. Bye.